Hello, and welcome to Believe It, Achieve It. I am your host, Nicole Winley, and I believe everyone should be living the life of their dreams. This show is going to be a weekly dose of magic to help guide you to living your best life. When you feel good, then success in all areas of your life is easy to achieve. I love to empower people to discover their dreams and to ignite their lives. This show will be full of personal development stories and skills to help you take your life to the next level. My guests will be health and wellness experts and amazing spiritual beings, as well as everyday people with stories and lessons to help guide you through the ups and downs and help you get one step closer to living the life of your dreams. I want this podcast to be real and unpolished, full of honesty to show the realness of life. Here's to living your best life with gratitude and love. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to yet another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I have to say that today marks my 20th episode. And, And I get to share it today with Dr. Janet Finneman. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Congratulations so much. That is so cool. It's such an accomplishment. It really is. And it's, you know, I continuously shock myself. And I am so, I'm really proud of myself and I'm not really proud of myself about a lot of things. So I'm I'm learning learning and growing and I love it. You have a podcast. (laughs) And a successful one. And it's only going to get more and more more successful, right? Yeah, 2,000 downloads. Almost. Yeah. I know. We're getting there. I used to get so attached to the analytics and the numbers and I had to pull myself away from it. It's not about the numbers. It's about adding value to people's lives. Yes. And you are absolutely adding value. And I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. So today, um, you guys get Janet and Nicole. We got to come up with like a name for our show, right? (laughs) We are going to, as I've said to my loyal listeners, I already know that the beginning of each month, Janet and I unpack questions that we have received over the last week from listeners. Again, anyone listening, please feel free to reach out to Janet or myself. You can direct message us. You can send us an email, whatever works for you. We keep it private. So we're not actually putting your business out there. (laughs) So feel free, keep the questions coming. We have had so much success and so much great feedback on on how we've been. Yes, Janet, we are just really changing lives. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So many, but so many really, so many great questions that just whenever I hear the questions, you know, I know it's the one person asking it, but then I can think of like so many people I know who ask that, who will benefit from hearing it. You know, it's always good to ask the questions because if you're struggling with something, somebody else is too. Right, right. And they're current, you know, they're what's yeah. happening now. So I really love that. So let's get this started. So I'll tell you, I don't have like a specific question kind of, but I get a lot of this, Janet, I'm sure you do too. And that is how to effectively communicate with others, family or friends who have different views or opinions than you. Yeah. And obviously with the political stuff that we are going through right now, this brings it up a lot, but it's also not 
you know, it doesn't have to be political. It can be around anything. Just, you know, I have another question that went around with that is political or not, how to set boundaries and discuss topics with others, you know, because you're allowed to have differences, but how to, how to effectively communicate with people that do things their way, black or white. Right. I mean, it's so hard, right? And it's kind of like the question of, it's kind of at the bottom of all stress in life, right? Whether it's, you know, at work, you know, debating with the coworker over what temperature you're going to set it at, you know, it's all as that, right? Or your neighbor or the checker at the grocery store or with family or friends, you know what I mean? It's that communicating when everybody's not on the same page necessarily is, is hard and it's, and imagine if everybody was on the same page. What right. Oh, I love purple. Right. I love there was just, that was the only color we had. Was purple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I think the first thing that I would say, I mean, it's such a good question. I'm struggling with this. So the first thing that I would say is to, is with everything, is you start with turning it back towards yourself, right? I think you have to start to become aware of what, you feeling right so when you have a conversation with somebody else and somebody else has a different opinion than you you know sometimes they may state that opinion respectfully maybe disrespectfully maybe forcefully but regardless of that you got to pay attention to what it's bringing up in you like we had this conversation last night in the group Nicole when Kathy was you, you know what I mean? Having sort of a different interp- right, interpretation to the sort of unsolicited advice, right? So when you're having conflict around... Honestly, like all three of us, so you guys who are listening, yeah. we're in a mastermind every every week we meet, and I love it. It's everything to me. But we were discussing a topic, and all three of us had a different view. Yeah, right. All of us had a different place to come from. Yeah. It was not political. <laughs> right. Far from. So... So the first thing to do is to notice if you're having any stress in any level of communication is to turn towards yourself and notice what you're feeling, right? Because that's going to kind of guide everything else. So I may be feeling like attacked. I may be feeling a disregarded, not heard. I may be feeling anxious that I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. I may be feeling pressured to agree with somebody. I may be feeling kind of you know, dumb or talk down to. And so notice, you know, notice what's going on with you. And then I think about, okay, so what, what do you want to do about that? So I'm saying this, I have this political belief. I'm talking to this person. They have this political belief. And I say this and they say, no, that's the dumbest thing ever, you know, whatever. So then I have to look to myself and say, okay, well, I feel attacked. I feel hurt. I feel, I'm confused, I feel sad, whatever. And then then that's going to inform the next part of your conversation because then it becomes what's your intention? What are you trying to get to? Go ahead. To me, I'm, I'm, we catch on to each other so good. To me, it's like, do you acknowledge and validate what they're saying? Like, I hear what you're saying yes. and I can appreciate and respect your beliefs. Yes. However... Yeah. Right. This is this conversation is not gonna serve me. Yeah. Absolutely, right? And so, but however, what I would say is you can't always say I hear what you're saying mm. if you're feeling angry or attacked. You know what I mean? Like that's right? cool. like how do we because 
I recently did like these 17 rapid fire questions on, on who Nicole is. And it was, what is the one thing that I hate? I hate to argue. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. And so, okay. But so, so then when somebody is saying something that is in opposition to what you believe, right, then you probably are going to feel a level of anxiety, right? Because you hate to argue. Yeah potential for an argument right versus somebody else some people love arguing you know what I mean so uh, they, yes right so there's the difference so they may be we can have an argument about that <laughs> right exactly so they may be feeling actually energized and excited by the attack, right they want to poke they want right and so that's where it's important with everything the first is just do this the more you the more mindful you get in life the more aware of your feelings are this is something that you do in a heartbeat you know it, it doesn't take any time but you do this just okay, what is that that I'm feeling because then that's going to direct where you're going for the rest of the conversation because if you're feeling anxious and you are and you want to not have an argument and you're scared that you are then you're going to have a different response from or maybe you have oh this is a great opportunity for us to connect on this or for me to find out what they believe or for me to share my thoughts so based on what you feel, then you're, the next thing you're going to say, yes, anytime you can validate the other person or respect the other person and say, okay, you're entitled to your opinion. I hear that. And then to bring it. Can the, you hear and listen to my point of view or. Yeah, right. Then. And then you bring it back to your, exactly to you, rather than you're so dumb, that's wrong. How could anybody right. think you bring it to okay you know um you know I hear that point and I hadn't really thought about that before and then you could however this is how I feel and I would love to have effective conversation with you about this right you're right if you want to have that conversation but you may not want to have right you know what I mean so you have to figure that out and if you want to have the conversation what's the intention behind that are you trying to change their mind? Are you trying to be heard? Are you trying to connect with the other person? Because a lot of times, especially with some of these political, you know, polarized conversations, no, nobody's going to convince anybody of anything else. You know what I mean? And so sometimes if your intention is to try to change somebody else's mind or to be heard, it's likely to end up in frustration and anger because they're likely not going to hear you. And it's very unlikely that you're else's mind or that they're going to change yours right and so that's where it's also okay to not necessarily get into the argument and that's where you can say something just kind of, you know I can understand feeling that way and maybe you don't even say I feel the opposite way you know what I mean like you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to and I think a lot of times yes. oh that is good right I think a lot of times these days there's a lot of baiting going on, not in a malicious way, you know what I mean? But everybody's tensions are just, you know, high, high, high. And over wearing a mask. I mean, there we have. All the, you know what I mean? And so, you know, I think that there, I think if you don't want to get into the argument, I think that that's what, in that moment where you're checking out how you're feeling. I think that's, you're also checking out, do you want to have this conversation or not? Right. And then if you don't, then there's a million ways to not have it. Do you know what I mean? You can kind of say nothing. You can say, yeah, I, you know, I can understand, you know, where you're coming from. If they generally, if you just kind of smile. You know, and be how like, about like, I respect you like a family, let's say I'm debating with a family yeah. member, 
politics. Our family is all pretty much right. So thank yeah. you, God. And I right. that in my family. But, yeah. you know, it's like, I almost feel like you could say, I respect what you're saying. I also respect my feelings and beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't effectively communicate this with me, then can we please just set this aside? Yeah. 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 Or you could say, yeah, exactly. Or don't, you don't even have to say please. Right. I right. am not going to have this conversation with you right. because I value our relationship. Right. You're, and you can say it even in kind of a joking way, too. You know what I mean? You can say... Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going there because we know where it's going to end up. <laughs> right. Or, you're right. You can say, we're just, you, know where, you know where I'm going to go on this. We're just going to agree to disagree. Let, you know what I mean? Let's, you know, I'm not up for an argument today. And that's, you know, that's fine. Right. Like, we have to... We, and even, you know, those people that are listening that are the bear, you know, they are the pokers. They're the yeah. ones that are sitting there poking, 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 poking. Like, you know, like uh, realize that it's okay to have a different of opinion. What if we all had the same. Right. Views, right. The same opinions, the same. It, ah, how boring. Right. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Right. And, then, and that's what it says. That then it's also, it's also good. Okay. To just be like, okay, well, I, I get that. I, I tend to think more of this, you know, and that's okay. Rather than to get, I think where it, it escalates is then when you get really bought in, you kind of take the bait and then it's like, how could you think that or blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of unnecessary. It's, it's kind of unnecessary. If you do that first step where you check in what you're feeling, you're just less, le- less likely to get caught up right because if you know if you're feeling like oh my god this idiot or oh my gosh oh there's gonna be an argument there doesn't have to be an argument you have a lot more control over that you know than you want you can say well you know that's not really how I thought about it or okay well that's an interesting point and And just stop and breathe and literally come from a place of love I think so many people are coming from a place of anger and hurt and if you really just breathe right think for you know 10 seconds Right. And really come from a place of love because you don't right. want to, you really don't want to lose the person that you're arguing over something with, you know? No, exactly. That's what I would say. And it's less about how do you argue and it's more about, do you want to be aware of your feelings, manage your own feelings, right? Because a lot of times I think maybe you just have to then go and kind of process your feelings. It feels scary or sad or disappointing or confusing to me that somebody that I care about so much sees this so differently, right? You know what I mean? Or it feels anxious and kind of vulnerable. Like I feel kind of attacked when they talk to me that way. And those are things that you just really don't necessarily need to handle with the other person, although you could. And then if you were going to, then you just use an I message. You know, I feel attacked when you bring it up that way. And then what's your request for that? So then what, what could they do to fix it? You know what I mean? And that could be, can we drop it? Or it could be, could you change your tone or, you know what I mean? Or could you say you're sorry, right? And give them right. a way to fix it. Yeah. The I statements are huge. And I've had quite a few people that have really said, oh my gosh, that one really like, woo, it was light bulb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's what about that. But I would say- you, you fucking idiot. How could you think that way? You know, there's a lot of ways to say that too, right? There's a lot of ways to say that that doesn't sound on the face like you fucking idiot, but really feels that way. You know what I mean? When you look at the body language and the tone or, you know what I mean? I would say that, you know, especially right now, right before the election where everything is so intense, it's probably really good to be 
doing a lot of avoiding of all of those conversations. Yeah, because it's really, really, really bad right now. But while we're on the subject of boundaries, let's move on to, to our next question also deals with boundaries, but it is how to set boundaries with your spouse's ex when it involves children. I will let you take this one away. (laughs) I mean, boundaries are so hard and family boundaries are so hard and then the blended family. But so what I would say is kind of the same thing as what is to start from the same place, which is pretty much what I always say is, first of all, you have to get clear on what are you feeling, right? So if a boundary is coming up, you know, if you're realizing that there's a boundary issue, it's because you're feeling something, right? So you need to identify what you're feeling. Oftentimes, you know, especially when there's an, where there, there's an X, there's a triangle, right? You know what I mean? And so often it's not feeling prioritized or, you know, feeling like you have to, like you don't have control over your own time or your own life because you have this other person or feeling left out of the decision making and that kind of thing. So I think the first thing is to figure out what you're feeling because that kind of identifies what the problem is, right? So let's say it's that the ex of your husband and your husband are doing a lot of conversations about your stepchild, their child, about education or something, and they're both the parents, but you're the step-parent, and they're maybe making decisions, but you're the one who has to execute them, right? That's, like, you got to get, then that's a, a different issue than, say, than the ex maybe is having, is talking to you certain ways that are uncomfortable or about you. Or, you know, or yeah, so do you go to the ex or do you go to your spouse? No. Like, how do you? So it's layers. So the first thing you do is you check in with yourself. What am I feeling and what am I needing and what's mm-hmm. really the problem, right? What do I feel rather than, because we get arguing about, well, but you said that this is the, you know, that, that, but what do you feel? It's the feelings underneath, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go to your spouse and you guys need to get united on that right? And that's not going to be easy, right? Because your spouse is in the middle and that's not easy, but you and your spouse have to be a united front. The spouse has to understand how you're feeling. You listen and understand how they're feeling because in that situation, you're probably feeling different things, right? The spouse is feeling in the middle and you know what I mean? Trying to keep everybody happy. You're feeling on the outside. So you want to each see each other's point of view and each other's side and have some compassion for that. Then you can say, okay, so now what do we do? Most of the time, it's probably going to be the spouse needing to talk to the ex most of the time. But if it is something that is specific between you and the ex, you know what I mean? Then that can be you talking to the ex. But that has to be decided and agreed upon within With the your spouse. within that family first. And that's really, if you can do that, that the re- those two steps of being aware of your feelings and your wants communicating them to your partner, hearing your partner's needs and wants, and trying to work towards respecting that, then the rest of it you can kind of manage. Where things break down is when you don't communicate your feelings so the partner doesn't know. Right. And you understand where your partner is coming from, so you're maybe, you know, mind-reading bad way about that, right? You know what I mean? And then if you're not on the same page, then then it's, then it's a lot of trouble. Yeah. So always kind of going back to what am I feeling? What do I want? And then communicating that 
from the, about the feeling rather than the details of the argument. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because then it's, you know, if it could potentially cause a fight between you and your spouse when it didn't need to right. be because it affected you and it's a whole effect. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's a great time for an I message. You know what I mean? I feel left out. I feel like the second priority when you and your ex make decisions without me. And then your spouse can say, okay, well, I feel pressured, you know what I mean? And put in the middle when you want this and she wants this and the child wants this. And it's like, what about me? Right. And so then, you know, well, you know what? I'm so busy in my mind that I didn't see how you were feeling it. Oh, I was so busy in my experience. I didn't see, okay, so what can we do? Right. So then, then you followed up. Okay. So how can I make you feel more of a priority? How can I make you feel less pressure? And then you can move forward because you're talking about, it's never the topic. It's always the feelings underneath. Right. Yeah. Same thing with argument. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I hope that helps. I hope that helps. Okay. <laughs> That's a tough territory. Yeah. So let's move on to our next questions. I've got a lot of questions around this too. So I'll kind of lump them all in, but it's, Dun, 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 the good old social media. <laughs> I personally love social media. I know so many people who don't at all. And it tends to be, it always tends to be the same person. You see them and they're like, I'm getting off of Facebook because I can't stand the negativity. <laughs> and then a week later, they're back on there pushing the negativity so you know I can laugh at those now I unfollow and follow and follow I always say we need to stand guard at the doorway of our social media uh, also at the doorway of our mind so you are in control and yeah. you know I get all my good stuff from my social media yeah I, it fills me up you know, so anyhow, around social media I've gotten quite a few you know questions and comments obviously on you know, how the fear of pushing yourself publicly when you're a private person. So a lot of people, yeah. you know, in a lot of business, you know, social media is used for business. A lot of it is now. I mean, all yeah. of my business is based on social media. So yeah. how do you push through that fear? And to me, it would be looking at the why. Mm -hmm. You know, why do you need to use social media? Mm -hmm. And when your why is big enough, that'll mm -hmm. help you push through that fear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's really good. And then what, what is the fear? Yeah. Identifying the fear. Like that's with any fear, with any anxiety, I always say, ask what if, the what if that happened, you know, what is the fear? Because then once you can identify it, it's just not a big overwhelming feeling. It's the specific thing that you can work on. So is it, you know, a safety issue or it's that people are going to judge or, you know, what I mean? you don't the judgment. It's the keeping up with the Joneses. We right. have yeah, we see it all the time. Is okay, life like, really that perfect? Right, no, right. <laughs> so, but then when you identify that, right, so so much of that is about approval, right, is if somebody, if, if you're really confident about something and someone judges you about that, it doesn't get to you. The only time people get to you in their judgment is when you're insecure about it yourself. It touches so, on that trigger. It triggers, you know, yeah. You know, anytime you feel triggered, that's a place for you to grow, right? And so that's a place for you to notice that, that that's something that you don't feel confident about. And so if you can just identify what it is and own it, right? And that's where I always use the ego, you know, even though they think I'm an idiot, 
I love and approve of myself. Mm -hmm. You know, even though their life looks much prettier than mine, I'm willing to love and approve of myself. And then you just start bringing it back to yourself to own your own truth. But it starts, all of this starts with be, being aware, the mindfulness, being aware of what you're feeling, being aware of what you're afraid of, being aware of what you feel judged by. And then, all right, that's okay. That's normal, but that's definitely a place to grow. So how do I give myself approval around that? So I that myself I'm struggled with this. I was a very private yeah. person. I like to say, hi, right. I'm Nicole Henley, and I'm the last person that joined Facebook. <laughs> like, right. I, I haven't been on Facebook right. very long. And, you know, again, I frigging love social media. Right, right. Well, and I think, but I think for you in this, you know, I think that you love yourself a lot. Yeah. Right? You know, you're comfortable. I love you. and approve of myself. Yes. Right, right. You've done that work. So that for the most part, if somebody disagrees with you or doesn't like what you do or what you say or how you look, you can say, well, that's your opinion and you're totally welcome to it. Doesn't change how I feel about myself, which kind of goes back to the argument, you know, the argument question too, right? Right. With the being triggered is if you're confident in what you believe, you know, then you're going to be less triggered person and more able to say okay well it's a big world you're entitled to think that this is what I think what's for lunch right <laughs> so again here I guess we can finish this all up and wrap it up in a pretty bow right is to love yourself yeah right you now figure out your why why is this important to me do I want to go in with this conversation do I not it's right. what's more important to me right I, um, <laughs> right and what do I feel what mm -hmm. am I what am I feeling? If we can really start to understand and be aware of our feelings, that's what mindfulness is really, right? When we're aware of our we can embrace and approve of all of our feelings. Then we're pretty bulletproof, right? Like that's resilience. You know, because when you do love yourself truly, you know, and that, that is something I did struggle with, as you know, but when you truly love yourself, then it's easy to set boundaries. I don't struggle with setting them anymore because right. I love myself. Yeah, right. I deserve it. Mm -hmm. I'm allowed, whatever it is that I feel, I feel. And I'm allowed to set a boundary around that, whether you agree with me or you don't. My life is the most important. And I say that not being selfish and not out of ego at all. Yeah. Also, right. And it's okay. You know, we need to put our lives, our mental health, our, our everything first. So that we can give to others. Yes. Right. Can't pour from an empty cup. No. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that was awesome. That felt great, Janet. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> I certainly have. Well, I could have gone into some more, but I think we'll save those and dive into yeah. that on our next next month. Yeah. Because today I felt like the flow really had all kind of, they all kind of ended up, you know, yeah. molding into each other, right? T totally different questions. Same answer. Yeah. Ultimately, that it's, that's always the answer. Love yourself, be aware of your feelings, communicate clearly from that place, right? Oh, truly, truly. Again, thank you guys. Oh, I love everyone. And uh, yeah, really good questions. Keep them coming, right? Keep the questions coming. Yeah.
Um, Janet and I love to unpack all of these questions. Yeah. And we really just sit down. We don't go ahead uh, over this ahead of time at all. No. <laughs> Janet and I were actually supposed to speak later on today. She texted me and was like, hey, I have some free time now. I said, perfect. I'm just going over the questions now. And boom. So it, this is all real and authentic. And mine, and I know you do, we come from the heart. We come from love. So. <laughs> Uh, you're the best. <laughs> so as always, you guys make it an awesome, awesome, awesome day. Please subscribe, rate, and review. And if you enjoy Jenna and myself or believe it, achieve it, please pass it on, share it with friends and let's change the world one person at a time. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Believe It, Achieve It. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please feel free to share it with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review. If you have any questions or want to reach out to me, please send me an email at coachnicolewindley at gmail.com and have an awesome day.